This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Ying.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout-out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. So for now, hey, our fearless friends, here's Lisa Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me again on this lovely Friday morning. My name is Lisa McDonald, host of Living Fearlessly with the Contact Talk Radio Network. Listenership spans now to 175 countries, 220 TV radio terrestrial satellites, and the potential for millions of iTunes downloads. Super, super honored to be joined once again by my phenomenal guest, Jennifer Watson. So who is Jennifer Watson? Well, what I can tell you is that she's an MPT IMTC owner of Jennifer Watson Leadership. She is a dynamic speaker and coach with a gift for intuitive and visionary coaching. She is an expert in wellness and leadership development, identity and mental edge enhancement, post-trauma growth movement and change adaptation, soul aligned mastery. With 20, yes, that's right, 20 years experience in business and leadership management and health and wellness advocacy, she inspires those to unleash their potential and performance in all areas of their life. Her company, Jennifer Watson Leadership, elevates high-performing conscious business leaders to get rid of permanently their spiritual blocks, helping them struck Stuck True Wellness, redefine and fan their unique gifts as leaders, true identity, and reclaim their true value and purpose, true legacy. Her gift is truly to tap into the leader's zone of genius in wellness and leadership and create their extraordinary life. In addition, Jennifer is the owner of Watson Wellness. She received her undergraduate degree in kinesiology and a master of physical therapy from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. During her time at Wisconsin, Jennifer was also a member of the University of Wisconsin-Madison track and field team in which she received All-American honors. As she began her work, her interests began to grow outside the athletic arena. Her areas of focus and expertise include optimizing peak performance, gut health, brain health, and a special interest in men and women's health. Jennifer Watson Leadership and Watson Wellness has given rise to Jennifer's great passion of supporting people in their journey to live their epic health, their epic leadership, and their epic legacy that they were destined for. Welcome, my epic friend. How are you? (laughs) It is so, so good to be with you, Lisa. You know, it's so funny. When you read that up, I'm going to be honest with you, I am so humble because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm learning more and more every day. And I realize how little I know, even with everything you've read off, because I learned from all of the best, including you. And it's an honor oh. to serve and give the wisdom I, I have accrued over the years, but I'm always a student, Lisa, I'm always a student. And I hope everybody understands that we are all students in this together to really live, grow and learn and live our epic life. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you once again for your kind words. And what I absolutely love about you and what I loved about our first interview is you're just so congruent. Everything matches up and lines up with you. And that's true in the people that you lead. It's true in how you express yourself. I follow you quite closely and I just, your soul permeates. When you do those Instagram, you know, and you're swaying in your chair and your beautiful (laughs) hair is all over the place. I mean, you are just so one with self. And the fact that you profess first and foremost to be a staunch student, that's what makes the best teachers. That's what makes the best masterful leaders. So for everything you continue to do to pay it forward and to be of service in the ways in which you continue to enhance my learning curve, I want to say thank you. I, I think you're just amazing. 
I, you know, thank you so much, Lisa. And thank you for saying that. Cause I think on social media, it's easy to not be authentic and kind of step up and show and display the self that is truly you. And, and it's something that's so important in this day and age because people want to learn from people that they can connect with. And that connection does come from just being yourself, that authentic self. And those that resonate with you are going to connect with you. And those that don't, they resonate with other people. There's almost 8 billion people in the world, Lisa, you know, yes, <laughs> we all absolutely. have our, yeah, we all have our gifts and our talents and our energy. And I just want to drown the people that get energy from me and vice versa. And that's where literally creatively the dance begins. And you know, I'm a, I'm a big into dancing, but that is where the dance begins between people. Just really owning yourself, your story, stepping into that and people will embrace it. I a hundred percent believe that. <laughs> Well, and I concur. I wholeheartedly subscribe to that myself. But I think what makes you different from a lot of people, which is what makes you stand out completely separate from anybody else, is, you know, you're so not one dimensional. And I think a lot of people, particularly when we're talking about leadership or we're talking about expertise or we're talking about leveling up or whatever the case may be with a jargon that's often associated with uh, top tier people who are really honing their craft and really putting themselves out there. What you tend to do differently, which is so uniquely signature to who you are and what I really love and appreciate and value about you the most, is you resonate with people from all walks of life because you put yourself out there vulnerably to expose the many facets, the multi-layered aspects of who you are. It's not just about business. It's not just about leadership. It's not about anything in any one particular domain. You put yourself out there and everybody who sees something special in you that might be different from another aspect or element of who you are for why somebody else might want to reach out to you in say specifically the business realm. You just, you have this embodiment of, you know what? I embrace who I am. I own who I am. I love who I am. And so should you, right? Yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the walking, talking, breathing example of how to also equally give yourself permission to rise and to not take for granted or squander the opportunity of what it is to even magically be here. It's a blessing. It's a miracle. Make it count and make it work and stand for something. It I, I totally agree. And I'm going to tell you something, Lisa, this is why I love you and love your show about living fearlessly. One thing I have seen this year so much is people living actually in fear of who they really are. They are really scared to, I'm just be honest, show up show up the yep. way that they authentically and again whether there's a lot of facets of them only one or two that they really want to step into their truth with and what's happening they're losing themselves lisa and i'm saying successful business owners people that are just really doing everything else in wellness like i just don't feel myself and i'm so glad you mentioned that and that's one reason even this year i've really focused a lot even on my social media platforms is really trying to show up in every way authentically to give people that open opportunity to the same when you're not showing up the way you want to show up and standing in your truth of whatever that looks like. And let's be honest, Lisa, this year we've been really triggered, haven't we? In trying to yes. question what we want to, how we want to show up. What is our truth? And how do we do that without fear of being shamed, fear of being rejected, fear, fear, fear that always comes up. Now we've always had that, Lisa, right? But this year mm -hmm. has pushed that more to the surface because we are, let's just be honest, we're, we all are having a little bit different viewpoints of what the world should look like, what the world should be, and even what ourselves should show up as. So where it starts for everyone, I don't care what you want for the world. I always say it does start where, with you, right? What do you believe about yourself? And you, if you do not step honestly into your truth and show up the way that you want to show up, and by the way, that does take a lot of courage. It's only yes. after and going doing it. You cannot show up authentically and powerfully for your team. You cannot show up for your family. You, you simply can't do it. And it's scary for a lot of people. Again, we have this huge fear, even as adults, even with all the inner work I've done myself and with other clients, this fear of, quote, rejection. We as human beings want to fit in, right? We want to be mm -hmm. a part of a community. So sometimes we, quote, give up what our truth is in showing up our authentic self to, quote, fit in. Well, you know what's happening this year? We're getting a lot of pain, what I call spiritual pain, because our truth is our soul self, like what we truly want to give to the world. And if we're not expressing it, it's breaking us down. I literally have leaders that have made all this money this year are doing well in that area. But you know what they're saying to me? Like, I don't know who I am. 
I feel, and I'm like, are you showing up? Like, I'm afraid to, I'm like, well, there's your problem. So we have to start there. So thank you again so much for staying that you see that in me. I really have wanted to express this this year because the thing I've seen, the common theme with anybody I've been coaching, anybody I'm connecting with is the area of struggle that they're struggling with is really showing up truly in like, like in a non-fear-based state as themselves in moving out. Well, if I get rejected, that person isn't supposed to be for me. The right tribe, the right community will be there to show up with you. And once we get past that fear, Lisa, it is amazing again how that domino effect, like you said, in leadership for yourself, for your team, for wellness, it's a domino effect. And we, we have to understand the power of your spirit and you got to freaking show up. Lisa, yes. you have to do it. And it is so scary. And this is why I love your show. This is an area that people are really struggling with. And this is where we need the coaching, the, the community to help support us. Like do it, do it, do it. And when you finally rip off the freaking bandaid and you do it, you see this huge amount of energy that comes from you, Lisa. And I'm not just saying intuition on all five senses. You are so freaking dialed and you're like, I don't even care. Then you just start the momentum, you know, yes. and then again, the world gets to see the best part of you. And that's what we're supposed to do, right? Use our gifts to serve the world. You're doing a huge disservice when you are not showing up as your truest self, right? I always Bingo. try to flip it a little bit, right? You are doing a disservice and you're actually being dishonest to the world. And I do throw people against the wall on that. I'm like, stop thinking about yourself so much. I'm like, you are literally are supposed to be here for a reason. And if you're not showing up that way, what are you giving to the world? It is a huge disservice. Own that crap and then move it forward. And let's, let's speak your spiritual currency, which is basically your truth, which is why you're here on this earth. Boom. That's all it takes. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Right? Oh my God. I mean, I so wholeheartedly am aligned with you. It's not yeah. even funny. Yeah. Um, but it's true, you know, and, and, and my takeaway from what you just said in a snapshot sentence is really, you can't have genuine buy-in for whatever you proclaim is your outward mission when you haven't done the inner fucking journey. Right, right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now I will say this, Lisa, I will say this. So what people along with this problem, like doing this inner journey in showing up truly for yourself, because they have this conflict of fear of rejection in the outside world, they are having a huge issues with what I call self-soothing mm. of grounding self against this fear. Okay. This is where I call the amygdala hijacking happens. Okay. <laughs> huge fear of like, oh my God. I am going to be rejected. And that is a huge desire of humans. It does feel like we're running from a bear. So it's the amygdala going, you need to get in fight or flight. You, you got to shut down and not give the world what you think it needs, because guess what? You're going to die. That's literally what you're saying to your amygdala. So mm. what I say, people do need to understand tools, by the way, Lisa, to pull yourself out of that state. So just you're owning, I'm in fear. My amygdala has taken over. I'm fear of rejection, but I'm in the spiritual warfare and I need to bring my truth. How do I get out of that, Jennifer? And more of my clients have had a lot of problems with self-soothing. You have to get out of that fight or flight to get into your body again, mm -hmm. to make the decision to do what we just said, right? You can't Absolutely. just ignore that you're feeling fight or flight, whatever you're feeling. You guys, by the way, I don't want to assume that you guys know what fight or flight means. It can be anxiety, heart palpitations, outside body, feeling brain fog, not, not sure what you need to do next. Um, again, heart palpitations or clammy hands. I mean, there's a lot of ways we manifest fight or flight. Once you acknowledge that you're there, it's okay. It's okay. What you want to do then is pull yourself into a good space, a self-soothing technique, which I can share with people right now. And then from there, you can make the frontal lobe activate, which is all about problem solving, doing steps in this case to state your truth, to step into that truth. So you got to honor when you're in fear, when that amygdala takes over, Lisa, you're human. Okay. But then we have to give you tools to pull you back into self-soothe, right? To ground yourself and then make that frontal lobe, what I call activation of doing the appropriate steps to step in your truth. And one thing I say is really easy for people. If you're feeling fight or flight, if you're like, I hear you, Jennifer, I want to step in my truth. I want to come in authentically on social media. I want to come in authentically with my team, but I'm my amygdala. You said has just taken over. I'm in fight or flight. How do I get back into my body so I can step into my truth? One thing that's really easy, Lisa, nature is so grounding. Okay. I'm going to give you guys some free things here. Okay. If you're mm -hmm. feeling fight or flight, you, we are positively negatively charged. We are made from the earth. When we go outside, 
Get in your bare freaking feet, okay? Stand on the ground. It will ground you immediately. Put your face up to the sun. You will start feeling yourself come into a more peaceful state by just walking slowly in dirt, putting your face up to the sun, grounding yourself one with nature. The next thing I have people do is look at something like a beautiful tree or if it's a sunrise or a sunset, look at that in the horizon. Get your eyes steady on something. That's also a way of telling your brain that you're steady and you're safe. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And then you can go back into your home. And a lot of people love to do a meditation of five, 10 minutes. There's a lot of different meditations you guys we can do. But a lot of times I just say even a five minute where you're just sitting in a comfortable space and just listening to your breathing is enough. Doing those things, those three things, go out in nature, walk around, ground yourself, put your face in the sun, get your eyes steady on something that's not that's not moving, but beautiful will help start pulling you in, go inside, sit in a comfortable space, comfortable chair where you feel safe. Again, you're giving information to your brain that you are safe. You are safe. You are safe. And you start meditating and breathing and feeling yourself just moving your body. Those three activities in less than a 10 minute period of time, Lisa can pull you from a fight or flight and be a very self-soothing. All this is free, you guys, and pull you into a state of, okay, wait a minute. My frontal lobe, which you guys, again, is the front part of your brain that makes us human, that allows you to activate it, okay, with what we just did. And now you can go, okay, I want to step in my truth, Jennifer. What action steps can I take? That's your frontal lobe. What things can I do to move that forward authentically in this case? You can do this with anything in your life that you're afraid of, Lisa. And I'm big about mm-hmm. self-soothing. You can't ignore that. People have gotten triggered a lot this year, Lisa, from a variety of things, from their own wounds, from things going out in the world. And you've got to find a way to get yourself back out of fight or flight, the amygdala hijack into frontal lobe activation. So you can take that fear and flip the bird, right? And say, yes. In this case, and again, you can do this with anything you're having fear about, but in particular, because people are struggling a lot with putting their truth out there for fear of rejection. When you pull yourself in with those three activities, you will be surprised, you guys. It's that easy. I'm telling you, it's that easy. The longer I do this work, you don't have to freaking do 20 things a day to pull yourself into a grounded, empowered state of being. And when you do it more and more, right, Lisa, when you do this day in and day out, when you get triggered or you're feeling fear, you can do it more efficiently and more effectively before you know it. Again, you're, you're facing fear every day. And you're like, whatever, move on. And it's Beautiful. so important right now because our spiritual truth is basically how we want to show up to the world. We have got to protect that, Lisa, because if you don't do that, Everything else your life crumbles apart because that's your soul space. That's who you are. That's why you're Mm -hmm. here to come to the world and give the gifts and do whatever you want to be doing in the world, right? I don't Mm -hmm. care if it's basket weaving. I don't care if it's being a great mom. I don't care if it's making a $6 million company. It does not matter. You have to pull yourself into that space. And if you don't, everything shatters around it. But those are things you can do to support that spiritual self of you that you're giving to the world. It's that easy. Beautiful. Well, there's three things I'm going to say that you, as an add on to what you said, Jennifer, and everything you said was so pivotal and so profound, but I'm going to add on to not only the fight or flight, but there's the third domain that people oftentimes get stuck in, which is frozen. Yes. Right. Where you become immobilized by fear and therefore inaction takes over. So that's the one thing. Secondly, I want to say, too, I want to discern and differentiate uh, the difference for the listening audience and the podcast subscribers. Self-soothing. Yes. Very important. Not to be misconstrued with rolling up in the fetal position and sucking your thumb. That's the second thing. Third thing is when you own your truth, when you own your inward truth, It doesn't matter what the perceivable optics of or anything on the outside of you where it's perceivable rejection. Because when you are in alignment with who you are and you know emphatically to the degree that you're willing to go to the wall and it's non-negotiable for you what your self-truth is indicative of, there is no outward rejection. It's the universe protecting you. Right. Right. Oh, I love what you said. And thank you so much. I love you, Lisa. (laughs) I love you too, Jennifer. You know, because what you just said, and I do want to be very clear. I love what Lisa said. When I say self-soothing techniques, we're not talking about toxic behavior. I'm talking about grounding techniques when you're feeling that. You know, I know that. You know, I know that. I just want to make that very clear. A hundred percent. And what you said, and I love what you said, because that was another space I was going to go to. I always, I have so much I want to like throw up, but I want to make sure people aren't overwhelmed. (laughs) what, What you said about Frozen 
as far as the meditation, getting yourself back in your body, when people are more that free state, thank you for saying that, Lisa, that's literally where you literally don't want to move. You can't even hardly make your laundry list or your food shopping list. When you're in that state where you feel, quote, immovable in brain, it, actually movable in your body, I actually, another thing I do to pull you out of that is you want to move a little bit. So I ha encourage people, instead of just meditation and sitting, they not just go out in nature, but they go on a slow stroll and start moving, quote, that energy out of the body. Body because when you're in a free state versus a fight or flight, you guys honor whatever state you're in, you do have to do a, a few different activities differently. And that includes moving when you're in freeze to get you into that grounded state, to do the things that you said, like you said, that you, you can be in that empowered state. And then that domino effect of just when you're in an empowered state after getting a freeze, the world is at your fingertips and you see it as such. Yes. All perspective changes. Remember, our environment is just what we're putting on the environment. What is our perspective of what's going on in the environment, which is basically just our thoughts and our beliefs. Those are so changeable, aren't they? And once yes. you get into that grounded, empowered state that you're talking about, it becomes a lot easier to see that differently, right? So I love it. I love what you said. Well, thank you. Well, I mean, and everything I've said is really echoing the sentiments of what you've said. We just paraphrase things differently, all equally important. And again, for the benefit of the collective. So what I'd like to do is give you the opportunity now that people have gotten a flavor of the pulse of your energy and your vibrancy and your frequency, which I love. It's off the charts. Um, let's talk about what is distinctly different and why you're back here for radio interview number two versus the first time I brought you on. What are we here to put emphasis and focus on that you want to impart to the listening audience? What's upcoming, Jennifer? Absolutely. So again, I've been monitoring this year. What are the needs of my clients? You know, Lisa, that, that is our goal, right? We're always looking and shifting, hopefully adapting not only our truth and our journey, but how do people need to be supported? And one thing I've really seen people struggle with, besides what we were just talking about, is that they're really not stepping into showing up truth, truthfully and authentically. We've given you guys some tools to do that. But once you're in that truth, you know, whatever that is, how do you want to show up to your team? And again, you guys, team can be family, team can be your business, but the area that people struggle in the most, and I'd love to delve in that a little bit more, Lisa, is utilizing emotional intelligence mm. to absolutely optimize team work. And you guys, by the way, what with your goal is to be better with your family team or your work team. There's definitely five components of emotional intelligence. And I'll tell you, I teach it very differently, especially the last three components, because I think that's what's missing when you take looking at yourself and then transferring it to your team to really optimize emotional intelligence. It is, it is number one. I'm going to argue that it's, it's number one in wellness. It's number one in leading yourself and ultimately leading your team. Emotional intelligence is where it's at. And I'd love to start there and kind of delve in with people how they can optimize it even now. Okay. I have an add on to that if you don't yeah, mind. 100%. Okay. So, and I am a true supporter of emotional intelligence, but what I've come to learn as a result more so of 2020 and what this has epitomized and what has resurrected and brought to the surface for people in terms of altered states of reality and people getting exceptionally clear with their non-negotiables and what they perhaps yes. put up with last year that they're no longer going to put up with this year in terms of being truly integral with self yeah. is conscious intelligence. Because yes. I know a lot of people who are emotionally intelligent, but mm -hmm. they're not consciously emotionally intelligent. Right. Oh, I, I think that's beautiful. And that's, it's so funny you should say that because I, I spend a lot of time with once we're super self-aware, mm -hmm. we, we, what triggers us, what empowers us. We figured that out, right? Like this year, we've really figured it out individually and collectively what triggers us and what empowers us. That's the first step, self-awareness of self, you know, of emotional intelligence. And what you just said about conscious, I love that because I do tie even that part into the second component, which is self-management. Like you said, setting your boundaries and intentionally, consciously knowing and being aware of when they're being triggered or someone is engaging past a boundary. Does that make mm, sense? So brilliant. That, I, I think that is a beautiful point. And those two are super, super, super important. Self-awareness and self-management with that consciousness piece is, are the two most powerful steps of emotional intelligence. And people have, again, this year, individually and collectively honed that in a little bit. I agree, Lisa. Right now, as you're going into next year with your goals, not only for yourself, but for your team. 
What are your hard no's? What are your hard yeses? What are you intentionally wanting to bring in? And when something gets hit and there's a break in that integrity of that boundary, what are you going to do about it? I, I do consciously being aware of it. And then what tools are you going to use to keep that boundary there and move it forward so you can create that epicness for yourself and your team? I think that's beautifully said. <laughs> Fantastic. That's Fantastic. beautiful. That's good. And I, like you said, I, I agree. I think people are starting to understand emotional intelligence. I think they're starting to fan a little bit more. I love the piece that you said about consciousness, and I do tie that in to that self-management piece. But the three other areas of emotional intelligence are empathy, think about that, mm -hmm. social skills, and motivation. And I really want people to, to focus right now on the empathy piece. So we talk a lot, what does empathy mean? You know, Lisa, what does it mean? And we're, we're like, well, it means that we're trying to put ourselves in someone's shoes, basically. I'm like, yes, that's mm -hmm. true. But if you are going to your team this year and you haven't learned to practice self-empathy this Bingo. year, right? Yes. How can you be appropriate or effective or actually truly be empathetic for your team that, by the way, has been going through self-awareness, self-management this year and putting their hard nose and their hard boundaries. And what if you guys have a conflict, right? Maybe you have a different boundary than them or a different view of how you want to work as a team this coming year. How can you be empathetic and come to different you know, compromises in a good way and still have healthy boundaries if you're not practicing your own self-empathy? If you are not empathetic to yourself, giving grace to yourself as you've been through this year, how can you do that for your team? How can you do it again for your family? How can you do that? So I go back to you guys as you're, you're hammering self-awareness, what empowers you, what triggers you? You're consciously, like Lisa said, really taking those boundaries and creating a management tool of when it's triggered, how can you move out of it? And how can you really fan what you want to bring to the world? And then now as you're connecting with your team, before you do that, before you do that, you have to look at, am I truly being empathetic with myself these days. And if I'm not, what can I do to create grace more day in, day out for me? And this is something I hammer with a lot of people right now as they're going in and connecting with their team, Lisa, more, right? We're, mm -hmm. we're looking at goals for next year. Some people are doing more of a hybrid, kind of connecting more in person, you know, and we're starting to look at where everybody individually is at, where we are collectively and where we want to take our team, right? You mm -hmm. better have the first three stages of emotional intelligence kind of hammered out and flourishing and moving in a good direction for yourself, including self-empathy. Otherwise, it's not going to go great, right? Beautiful. You have to understand that. So that's that's really important. Those first three stages are really, really important. And then the next part really is that social integration, that social piece, which again, you're doing with your team, right? When you have the empathy dialed in, do you think you're going to be able to go with different personalities and different things that people are bringing to the table on your team? You're going to flow with it better. You're going to be able to communicate better. You're going to figure out how are you communicating? Have you started communicating differently this year, Jane, mm -hmm. the person on your team? Now that you've focused on the empathy piece and now that you're having empathy toward them, you start this natural, malleable flow of communication social skills with your team. Huh? What is your love language? What's your communication style? What are your needs? It just starts flowing. Then you stop having those, what I will call what you fear, those conversations about race, about social equality, about all this thing that people are afraid of. When you're just starting to have these open mobile conversations, once you practice empathy, it just starts flowing. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. Yeah. Perfect sense. And, Absolutely. and what I love about everything that has to do with you and everything that you embody from a principal value uh, standpoint, Jennifer, is it all ties back to servant leadership because servant leadership isn't just about nobody gets left behind. It's the person who's at the helm, because if you've left yourself behind while yeah. simultaneously still trying to lead people, you're going to lead them into the abyss of uncharted waters yeah. on a destination. You don't want to go down a hundred percent. A, a freaking man. A for a what you just said. And, you know, talking about going back to that self-empathy piece and then bringing that to other people and then social skills and communicating with them all. Well, think about what we say to ourselves every day. 
Mm-hmm. Think about what the words we say to ourselves every day. We probably cut ourselves saying bad things this year to ourselves, We're being triggered. I've encouraged people to start saying kinder words to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Being able to be a servant to yourself, empathy to self, emotionally intelligent about self. What are your triggers? Just being kind to yourself and using it as a learning moment, learning moment, learning moment, right? It's not burning coals in your head. Do you not think when you do that, when you're servant to yourself, Lisa, kinder words, oh, I just screwed up. Uh, how can I do it different? Oh, let me see that triggered me. How can I move out of that to get out of fear? All this stuff, empathy. I didn't practice that very much. I was you know, wondering if I should do more perfectionist things. Wait a minute. I wouldn't even expect that from my team. When we're being a servant to ourselves, doesn't that create servanthood to our team? More empathy. Yes. You know, I have really worked with people on the power of words. And again, kind of side changing. You're talking about the social skills again, about emotional intelligence, Lisa. People are having high anxiety about how they have tough conversations with their team. And I'm talking about not just where if you maybe disagree on, you know, what the visions are for like the company or maybe for your family, but also maybe something more internal that I, I, we don't agree on racial, this certain ways of looking at racial equality. We don't agree on mask or no mask. Like they're, they're worried, they're worried. But when you use words and empathy and putting yourself in their shoes after you put yourself in your shoes, right. And you've used kind words on yourself and now you can use them on them. I'm curious. Why do you feel that way? I really want to be open to mm-hmm. opportunities here. You know, talk, let's talk about this. Words are really key. Emotional intelligence is key, but it does start with you with servant leadership, but then using the empathy you put on yourself, use the kind words you put on yourself. And when you're having a conflict with your team, whether it be literally about a technicality, a goal that you guys are going toward in a company, or you're having a cultural leadership problem. Like, I don't you agree with that part. I don't agree with this part. Morally, we got to open up this opportunity to be using kind words to your team. I'm curious. It is about frequency of, of, of words, Lisa, and I see it more times than not. You can still stand in your truth of what mm-hmm. you believe emotionally, intelligently, and still having this open, safe space for your team to express as well. Right. And it is all about words. And again, it goes back to, I keep going back to this servant leadership, what you said, self empathy. What are you saying to yourself? What triggers and powers you? Are you dealing with your crap? Because once you do that, you can have more empathy, kinder words to people that think differently than you. And you guys can still have this profound team with a difference of opinions. We're never a newsflash. We're never going to agree on everything. Mm Ah, big deal. (laughs) Because we all have different things, right? We can't be afraid of those tough, conversations afraid you know living fearlessly lisa we again rejection i'm afraid to go to them about i don't agree it should be done this way jenna or i i don't agree in the platform they're talking about it doesn't matter what it's about how can you serve yourself well and live in your truth but still do it in a safe space with them again that's that third fourth fifth piece of social skills and empathy that you're integrating emotional intelligence into your team and it starts with you doing it first for yourself super self-awareness Conscious self-management, conscious self-empathy, consciously, what are you saying to yourself? You, it, it is like draws like, right? It's going to come out to your team and they're going to feel safe to be able to bring the same back to you. Hyper, hyper emotional intelligence. And I, I love your word about the conscious intelligence piece because it's so necessary. And actually I would say it's invaginated in emotional intelligence. And I do teach it differently because of that. And I think we are missing the boat a little bit on that, Lisa, for sure. Absolutely. Well, and to parallel, because I always like to play on words and take words out of the one-dimensional way of of mainstream interpretation and extrapolate it. So when we talk about the self, whether we're talking about servant leadership and it going back to the core of who you are so that people have no qualms signing up for you, knowing that you initially signed up for yourself first, right? Yes. So, yes. And so when we talk about the vessel or, you know, with our body and what we put into our body, the mind, body, spirit correlation, and it's a, it's a dynamic that all equally within that triad needs to be equally nurtured and fed. And yeah. so when one is, is out of balance or out of alignment with the other two, then the whole vessel of you, which you're still wanting to proclaim as the vessel, the ship, that you want everybody to jump on board at your leadership 
trusting you to take you in the direction of where it's going to be an ultimate win-win for the whole team, the whole company, the whole collective, all of humanity, but you're off kilter with yourself and you haven't done enough, invested enough, actualized enough, elevated enough in which to declare yourself the expert, the captain or whatever of the vessel, then jump off board before you sink everybody. (laughs) Thank you for saying that, Lisa. And this goes back to, you know, people, by the way, you mentioned, you know, I'm a wellness and leadership educator in what you just said you just wrapped up why I do what I do <laughs> because <laughs> because because wellness for one and we talked about that a little bit in our first episode together first interview but wellness is not just physical eating the apple not the ho-ho you know going on a walk <laughs> Netflix you know what I mean it, and again people are like well no kidding Jennifer the other three components are the spiritual emotional and in in mental well-being of someone that's all wellness and when you have that intact when you are leading yourself really well in wellness guess what it does it then influences your ability to lead well because here's the deal lisa even though as a leader of a team and yes you're getting feedback from them humbly you're coming together and seeing what's good true and right to lead a team forward in a goal you're still leading them baby Okay. Yes. You're still paving a new path for the year for whatever new goal it is. It doesn't matter. And I agree with you. Leadership is about humbly giving suggestions and connections and communication and safe space for your team so they can express their creative thought process on where this goal is going. But it still comes down to you are freaking leading them into a space of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, it comes back to if you're going to lead well, you're to, you better be well, well. Yes. Yes. You have to have that. And you know what, by the way, it's okay. If you're not there, super self-awareness, right? It's painful to go, Ooh, Jennifer, I've struggled this year. I have failed as a leader in some areas. And I know it's because I haven't done this. Well, my spiritual truth is off track. Emotionally has been, it's been in the toilet. Great. You guys namaste it. Okay. It's awesome. It's all about super awareness and then honing it. So you can come and show up powerfully to your team. Because like you said, if you don't, and you don't realize that you are going down a space that a rabbit hole that you can't get out of. I can't even tell you how many leaders I've connected with this year. We've spent super amount of time on the four components of wellness and actually mostly the mental, emotional, spiritual that often trumps the physical, because if your head, your spirit, your mind is not in a space, you can't even heal the physical parts, let alone all the things you want to do for your team. So I really create a lot of focus for a lot of people on those four components of wellness to create that anchor for yourself. And then we get into that, like you said, leading self, your identity piece. What do you believe is good, true, and right for the world? How do you want to show up to your team? And then you show up to your team, right? And whatever those goals are. So that's why this wellness leadership connection, this dynamic do I talk so much about when I I lead teams or do one-on-one coaching, it it's come to service. People are like, how do you combine wellness and leadership? I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't see the connection, Jennifer. Well, guess what? This year they're seeing the connection, Lisa. They're seeing it. They have to. If their wellness is struggling, their leadership is struggling. If their leadership is struggling, often their wellness is struggling. It's been this beautiful thing that I've been able to, as a servant, because I've had my own journey in wellness leadership, be able to bring it now to fruition. It's been so fun for me to people, for people to finally get this combination and why it's so important. And I've been able to just honor to see people really catapult themselves and their team even now to the next level. And it has nothing to do with their business plan. You know, it literally has yes. to do like breaking down and then building yourself back up. We've had this awesome opportunity to do that. And it's an honor to continue to see people do that and take them into the next year into 2021, because we are shifting things as a, as companies in ourselves, we've grown, we're different people. And actually we're actually the real people. We were always meant to be, to be quite frank, Lisa. It's just this year, not just in the head with a baseball bat. And I love that because sometimes <laughs> We humans need that, right? Yes. A little fire under us. And, you know, it's been painful, Lisa, but those that are willing to feel the pain and then step into their fear, living fearlessly, like I said, there's so much power. People have been frozen for years in different ideas and things they've had about something they're afraid of, Lisa. And that's what leads to regret, right? This is why I love your show. And this year we've been able to come full fruition to hit our fears in the face as leaders, I will say, because I do work with a lot of leaders and deal with that crap 
and we're finding that it's just creating this beautiful space for everybody else on your team to lead themselves well and to contribute in their authentic way. And we all know this, you guys, we have to be the lines of courage when we're leading. We have to take that step. As we always say, when we do that and pave the way and be a servant leader of what we believe is good, true, and right, we give people the courage, Lisa, mm. to do the same, don't we? Yes, it's we do. true. We, we, we have to be willing to take one for the team. We, we have to be able to step forward in our courage and our team will go, yes, she didn't die when she stepped in her fear. I'm not going to die when I step into mine. And it just creates this beautiful, powerful effect. And I love it, Lisa. I love leadership. I love you leading yourself first, creating wellness in yourself first, optimizing your emotional intelligence first, first, first for yourself, and just watch yourself take over this year. 2021 is going to be an epic year for a lot of people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the other component of your leadership that I absolutely love about you, which has really shone through in this interview with your languaging, your energy, your frequency, your everything. It's it's the conscious, intelligent leader in you, coupled with being a servant leader, coupled with being a disruptive leader. Because when you push people to the great, uh, the brink of what they're still capable of, and you're willing to help them dig deeper, you don't accept, okay, well, yeah, you might have leveled up to the next level, but you still have three other levels that you potentially can go to that you can't even recognize within yourself at this point. Yes. And so if we use 2020 as the catalyst to underscore to what degree we have all been shaken to the core and mm. we have had everything disrupted in our lives with what was perceivably comfortable or what we defined as a freedom or what we just yes. defined as whatever. Right. Well, you know, that is what really elevates the level of potential within each of us to rise, to rise as conscious, intelligent leaders, servant leaders, and, and to really go, okay, we've had some serious hardships here and we've had some serious setbacks, but we are not going to stay complacently, mediocrely in that spot. When you learn better, you do better. And we've had a phenomenal opportunity all under the guise of 2020 to what to do differently and to what to do more monumentally and what to do more intuitively sound for 2021 where oh. every, everyone benefits and nobody gets left behind. I love it. And you know what, what you just said, I love that so resonating with me when you said disruptor. People have called me that and I'm like, thank you. That's the best compliment Absolutely. you could ever give me. I want to, I am soft and gentle in points, but I throw you against the wall because yep. I know that's that's what it's going to take to get you to level up. And what you just said has happened this year. And I love what you just said. I call it transcendence when I'm like, you don't even see. You don't even see yet what you're capable of. I'm actually helping you get to that point of seeing it. This transcendence of getting kind of that 10,000 feet up and going, holy crap, I'm capable of more. I always say what God is saying is like, no, more, no, more. Like that's yep. a, a crappy goal. That's stupid. No more. And they're like, really? I'm like, yes, we're throwing, we're disrupting. We're throwing you against the wall to see that we are so powerful. Lisa, we really don't get it. We really, now we're yep. getting it this year. Some people yep. are finally going, holy crap. I'm like, <laughs> you know, so this breakthrough, breakthrough, break free, breakthrough, it's happened all year. And then we have these people right now going transcend, transcend. They're getting up and they're like, oh my God, the, the goals I had, I don't even want those goals. I see something even bigger. I'm so powerful. And people are like, oh, that's cheesy. And I'm like, no, it's not. We're transcending so much further than we ever did because we're willing to disrupt, feel the pain, feel the fear, do it any, anyway. And what we're seeing on this other beautiful side is we're literally in these clouds going, holy crap, what I had for myself, what I thought was good for me is not even true. There's so much more out there. We're disrupting our lives. We're transcending. Yes, 5D, all this stuff we're talking about to this other level. But by the way, like you said, Lisa, it's uncomfortable and actually quite painful, but hold on. Hold on for the ride. We're always willing to do physical things that are hard, Lisa, for ourselves, mm -hmm. but we always have this hard time of transcending our brain to this next level. I'm like, that's where the meat is, you guys. That's By the right. way, we have to be willing to do that. You know, running for this, getting training for this marathon may be physically hard, but that's not anything compared to where we're transcending you to mentally and emotionally and spiritually. When you get this transcendence and this disruption we're talking about, all this other stuff you want will either be easier or not even matter to you anymore. I agree with you. We're, we're seeing things in different ways and going, oh my gosh, I actually really am as powerful as Lisa and Jennifer have been saying this whole time. I'm, I'm actually unplugging from the matrix. <laughs> I yes, love the movie, the matrix. Absolutely. Like, we're, we're like, oh my God, like I can actually do this stuff. We can quote, stop bullets symbolically. 
Lisa, mm-hmm. we really can. And if you guys really get and hone this leadership piece, hone this emotional intelligence, hone your ability to be super aware of what triggers and empowers you, dial in super aligned as F to what yes. you really want. Oh my gosh, like I said, it just expands you. Just try it today, you guys. Own it to someone, you know, what you want to be when you grow up, so to speak. You don't care if it's like a freaking goal that just seems totally unattainable. Own that today and just see how freeing that feels on your body, how transcendent it feels on your body. You get a piece of it and then it just moves you, just moves you into that space. You guys go with it. 2020 is your year to transcend, to create, to be the the people that you really want to be, that you were meant for. We're done living low level. Like, like, yes, it's just not, it's not, it shouldn't be in your vocabulary anymore. You're not here to poop, pee, eat, whatever, and take up time on Netflix. You're, by the way, I like Netflix once in a while. I'm not saying that, whatever. I love movies. What I'm saying is we want to create this right now. It's, it, you know, time is of the essence. If we haven't learned that yet this year, do it now. Okay. Well, and not leveling up to the next level, knowing there's no expiry date or cap on leveling up, you know, that's where you go. That's what you do right? You don't, you don't benchmark yourself as saying, okay, well, I've transcended to this level. That's as high as I can go because then your growth is stunted. Then you're no longer, you're no longer taking risks. You're no longer maximizing your potential. And so something you said a few minutes ago when you were saying, you know, no, me, meaning you as the coach, there's more for you out there. Well, there's only more out there for you to the degree that you unleash and tap into what more lies and resides within you, because that's the congruency between what's going on in your inner world and that being magnified to yeah. your benefit in the outer world. Yeah. So if you're, if you're still working with limiting beliefs within yourself, your reality is going to present as a big limitation. A hundred percent. And you know what, you guys, we're all a part of guess what? the human experience and the human experience is experiencing face plants, highs and lows, negative, positive emotions, but it's what you do with the face plants. It's what you do with the negative emotions. It's what you do with the fear. Are you going to continue to hold yourself back or move into the positive human experience is the ups and downs in life? And I, I forget what movie it was from Lisa, but there was a scene in this particular movie where it was two angels up in heaven, looking at the humans, failing, getting back up, failing, rising, learning, transcending, getting, you know, falling again. Get, and one of the angels was like, God, I feel sorry for them. You know, we have such an epic life here in this cloud. And the uh, other angel was like, I envy them. I envy the human experience. And the one angel was like, dude, why would you say that? They're like, because they actually get how beautiful it is to transcend, to learn, to grow, to be happy and joyful and actually love because they have felt so much pain or so much fear and they've just learned to rise up against it. The beauty of the human experience is so beautiful to me. I love that saying in the movie because it's true. Mm -hmm. Lisa, we are part of this human experience of all the ebbs and flows in life. And if you can understand, like I said, we're never fully at the top. We're always transcending to another level. And that does require us to step into our fear. It does require that we will fail, quote, sometimes. It's just a learning moment. It does require us to feel all the feels, the ups and downs, but it's part of the human experience. Absolutely. we are, we are loving more. We are joyful more. We are happy more. We are transcending more when we understand it's part of the human experience. And I love that. And I love that part from that. I don't even know what movie it was, but it's true. And I love being human. I used to fight it, but I love being human because I get that I get the, I have an opportunity every day to transcend a little bit more. And it's never over time in one foot under in the grave, you know, and I'm yeah. so excited about that. Now I believe in life after, but w- with this life, with this current life, I'm like, I do believe that. I believe we can continue to constantly transcend, help each other do it. And it's just an exciting thing for me. I love it. I get giddy about it. <laughs> well, Jennifer, what you said about that movie, what, what came to mind is a snapshot parallel, uh, echoing the same sentiments more or less. It's that old adage. And I believe if I'm, I, I might be pronouncing the last name of it, but Lao Zen, the right, the spiritual yeah. Buddhist, whatever yeah. it's fall down seven times, get up eight, right? right? Get yeah. up eight. That's transcending. That's evolution. That's evolving, but it's it also is. fundamentally a choice because you can roll over and do nothing and 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 be impacted by life or you can take the bull by the horns and you can say you know what no i'm doing things on my terms and yes there might be a lot about life that's seemingly out of my control covid being a huge in your yeah. face reminder of that yeah. but 
how do you deal with the circumstances? How do you make better choices? How do you navigate things differently than you did before so that you can transcend and evolve into a different level? And when you're in that domain of leadership, it's culpability, it's accountability. It's, you know, you want the title, you want the, the notoriety, you want the clients, you want the buy-in, you want the financing, you want the whatever, then you've got to continuously push yourself as a leader outside the bounds of what was perhaps comfortable even yesterday. Yes, ah, oh, preach it. <laughs> <laughs> Preaching girlfriend. That's exactly right. You, we have to, we humans were meant to continually grow, learn, and adapt. Grow, learn, and adapt. And that 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 is that is possible with stimulus every day. And I'll say, quote, negative stimulus too, i.e., yep. this year, whatever. We have to have that. And again, the more you embrace that and not go, oh, when this is over. I'll be better. I'm like, no, honey, another thing will come around around the corner, girlfriend. That's just history. Like this is the only <laughs> adversity. It, it just, it just crap hits the fan. Some years more than others. Yes. Namaste that, but it's just, you have to get into buckle your seatbelt on this colorful thing we call life yep. and step into it. Own it. You can control yourself, you guys. And we'll, we'll say that. And I know Lisa hammers that too. You can lead yourself. You can control your beliefs. You can control your behaviors. You can control the boundaries. You can control who you let in and out of your life. You can control the people, places, things. All that, you can control that, okay? And that is a lot of control, just to give you a heads up, you guys. And that'll give you momentum into this transcendence we're talking about. And I love it, Lisa. Love you, love it. <laughs> love you and love it too. So listen, being cognizant of time, I wanna give you the opportunity to not only let the listeners and the podcast subscribers know how they can contact you, how they can sign up for things, yes. um, how they can follow you, yes. have an initial consult, but what what's launching? What's upcoming that you want people to know about so that you're sharing your gifts and sharing the wealth so other people can transcend send into becoming their best self as a result of aligning with you. Oh, thank you so much, Lisa. You know, I'm such a big believer. I've had coaches most of my adult life because I do believe even with everything that we've mentioned today, that's been absolutely fabulous. We need each other to create accountability, ways of looking at things differently, masterminding and really transcending like we're talking about. And I do have a, an upgraded, I will say that upgraded group leadership and wellness project that's coming up here the, the end of January, January 19th, we're starting and I'm calling it the Legacy Par um, Project, Sparta leadership mastery. Love it. And we're really going into the wellness and leadership component for you and your team. We're having special guests. It's an eight week program where I'm getting on with tools, tips to break through, you know, blocks you have from wellness to leadership for your team to get you to the next level, create action steps and amazing templates. We're getting heavy hitters on that have been in many areas of leadership and are going to head on tackle areas of concern for all of you that I've seen come up this last year in wellness and leadership. And it's going to be a phenomenal program. It starts January 19th. And again, it's called the Legacy Project Sparta Leadership Mastery. And for anybody listening today, okay, if you contact me, Demi Sparta Leadership Mastery, you will get 50% off. 50% wow. off this program for all of you listening today on Lisa's show. DM me, you guys, Sparta Leadership Mastery, and we will get you in. We'll, we'll set you up with a discovery call. I'll tell you a little bit more about the program. We'll get you the sales page. We'll let you see more about the program because I really want you guys to get some of the things we're talking about. We're clearing the clutter, clearing the noise in 2021, and making sure that you're continuing that momentum for yourself and your team, whatever that looks like for your visions for this year. And we do find that there's a lot of beauty in group programs because we get a mastermind together. And again, we have a lot of great templates a lot of great special guest speakers coming in, giving of their time that have done it and done it well. And we're so excited about it. So we want you to be a part of the program where you can DM me, Jennifer Watson Leadership. I am on LinkedIn. I am on Facebook and on Instagram, Jennifer Watson Leadership. And I do connect and DM back directly. None of my staff, support staff does that. I want to make sure that you guys are feeling supported, whether it be on the program, whether it be on the show that we've talked about today, any specific questions you've had. And even if it's not working with me, Lisa, I want to be here. I connect with a lot of amazing people. And if it's not the right fit, how can we fit you in with someone else? Because I'm really big into, again, transcending you. And if that includes someone else, and connect with someone else, I want to be there for you to do that. So that's the way to get a hold of me. That's the project that I have coming up here, January 19th. I'd love you guys to be a part. Let's do this. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Well, two quick questions, Jennifer. 
what have I not asked you that's important for everybody to know about you, to understand about you, uh, that might be surprising? You know, it's really interesting because you, you know me very well, Lisa, and you've delved into a lot of beautiful things. One thing that people probably don't know about me, the people I coach that are in my area, I do a specific type of body work that you mentioned a little bit briefly in my bio called integrative maniotherapy, and it's energy work. And the reason why body work is so profound, and I actually, if I coach people out of the area, I find body work specialists, energy spe specialists, because moving energy through your body where there's stuckness emotionally, mm -hmm. spiritually, physically can catapult you more quickly in all the things we're talking about. So that's one thing that a lot of people don't know about me because I've been a practitioner for 20 plus years and coaching and speaking is taking me into a new realm. But I definitely do that energy work for people that are in my area and we do it as part of the wrap package if they're interested in getting that body work. And I find that is really profound to help make some of the shifts, behavior changes, belief changes, all these things we've been talking about more effectively when you're getting energy work. I I love doing that as a big piece of me. The other thing people don't realize about me too, I'm very, very, very family oriented and I'm very goofy. We have, <laughs> we have fun when I coach. I throw you against the wall when we need to throw you against the wall, but I have fun with you. We really make this a fun, fun, fun opportunity. We get serious and we, we do the work, but it is fun. It's engaging. And the reason why I mentioned my family, we have goofiness and fun and engagement too. And remember when you get coached by me, when you're part of my world, we're family. And with family, I do the intense hard stuff and I meet you head on, but I get goofy with you too. I have fun with it because life is about the human experience and it is about us connecting, communing and having fun together. And that's something I want people to know about me too. Those two things are probably the biggest things is the energy work that I do. And if you aren't in my area, I can connect you with people in your area. I'm very well versed in that with connections around the country. And two, I'm goofy too. I love that part of me and I want you to fan that as well because we got to have fun doing this. Yeah. Because that is part of the human experience as well. <laughs> well, and the other thing that I love about you is your respect and appreciation for how fleeting and how valuable and how precious life is. And again, as a result of COVID, that's been in our face too. When we, we hear about the rising stats, we hear about the fatalities, we hear about the whatever, you know, but irrespective of COVID, you've always been that individual who doesn't take anything lightly, doesn't take anything for granted. It doesn't presume that there's always going to be tomorrow or a next time or contingent upon whatever showing up in your life so as to take action, so as not to procrastinate, so as not to leave people dangling in the wind, leaving them to their own devices. When you know that you under your leadership hat, have an inherent responsibility to not only the people who have signed up and lined your pockets, but the people who you have taken on the ride of being part of the team, the collective team, yes. the human experience. And so you really shine and you shine consistently and you shine brightly because you're always constantly working within the vacuum of, you know what, if this is my last 24 hours or if this is my last international radio interview. If this is my last whatever, I'm going to make it count and I'm going to make it stand for something. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for saying that, Lisa. And it, and it humbles me that you say that about me. And one of the greatest compliments I've ever gotten from anyone, Lisa, is that a friend told me, you truly live life mm. every day. You do. And, I, and, and honestly, I'm like, and I've lost actually very close family members, you know, that have passed on. And it's made me very hyper vigilant about living life every day and using my gifts the best I can. Do I fail some days? Do I have learning moments? Of course I do. You guys, I am human and a part of the human experience. But at the same time, I'm, I'm doing that every day. And it's very important that I do. And if there's nothing else you get from this interview today, you guys, live your life. Gosh, live your life. That is the regret that we don't want to have, right? It's just live the best we can with the screw-ups that happen. Yes, let's live our life and let's live it individually and let's live it together. Absolutely. And turn the page. When you know better, do better. Don't keep being committed mm -hmm. to making the same mistakes when you know it's counterintuitive and when yes. you know it, it, it stands to hurt people directly or indirectly. 
you want it, you want people to buy into you, whatever you profess to be, then people have to see to what degree you've bought into yourself. And when yes. you bought buy into yourself and you love yourself, you forgive yourself, you embrace yourself, that energy is what transcends to everyone else. And that's the domino effect of leadership. So Jennifer, you're always welcome to come back here. Unfortunately, we've got a part <laughs> ways here. Yes. Um, but I want to thank you very much for the gift of your time. I want to thank you for your wisdom. I want to thank you for all the ways you continuously show up, not only for myself, but for the rest of the world. And I just want to say I have nothing but admiration and respect for you. You live a yummy life and you do so purposely. You do it deliberately and you do it intentionally. That is leadership. To my listening audience, I want to thank you as well for being a, a listener here, being a podcast subscriber and tuning into my show here with my phenomenal guest, my friend, Jennifer Watson. Please reach out to her. Please connect with her. Your future self will thank you. You don't need to go it alone. Please stay safe. Please stay safe, stay healthy and uplifted. And until next week, we will be joined by yet another phenomenal guest. I'm exceptionally clear on my purpose. My purpose is to uplift you to fear less and to live more. Thank you very much. Take care and all my... Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. And until next week, our fearless friends, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio telling you to be your own hero, be your own shero, be your own leader, and be your own best friend. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.